Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. If you stay where you're at, then you know where you're going. Question. Why do we act surprised when we arrive where we were headed? <laughs> like, follow me on this. If I went and got in my car and drove west down I-94, there's a sign, like, I'm, I'm talking when you're in Detroit already, there's a sign on West 94 that says Chicago. Now, even though Chicago is a good four and a half, five hour drive, and there are a lot of other places that you're going to hit before you get anywhere near Chicago, they're telling you that your ultimate destination, if you stay on this interstate, is Chicago. And I think about our life and it's like, why do we, you know, metaphorically speaking in our lives, get in our cars, head in a direction, look at the sign that tells us where we're going to eventually end up and then get surprised when we get there. Like, oh my God, how did Johnny get in jail? I can't believe he got arrested. Well, it's like Johnny has been breaking the law since he was six years old. <laughs> so why are you surprised that Johnny is in prison? My point at the end of the day is like, listen, some of the things that we are doing and some of the places we're ending up is our own fault. Now, this is for every single person out there to look at your own life. This like, and this is the, the purpose of, of this show in a lot of cases is not to point the finger. It's like to look inward and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, look at yourself and like, yo, Jermaine, where have you arrived at in life? You know, that you knew you were going there. It's like, oh my God, I'm surprised that I got a D in biology. Well, you sure, Jermaine? Because you never did biology homework, buddy. You never turned it in. I remember a time. Listen, I hate the. I can I can I just be real with y'all? Cause I'm embarrassed about some decisions I made when I was younger. There are times I was immature, and I just it's a struggle to go back sometimes in my mind. I remember this biology class I had. I think it was it was ninth grade, and got this class. And man, I hated this class. Um, can I just be honest with y'all? Um, I really hated this class. It was a really hard class. Biology is not my thing, and this teacher was not helpful at all. But this isn't his fault. I'm looking at myself. The day that the grades were on the wall, I remember walking up to the wall and looking at my grade and being like, oh, I got a D, right? Now, here's the crazy thing about it, y'all. I was kind of happy. 
because a D in that class, although it drove my GPA way down into the ground, a D meant I didn't have to take this class again. So from my perspective, it's like, whoo, dodge the bullet. Meanwhile, I look across from me, an another girl, she had already went up to the board, checked her grade, and she was sitting at her desk. And she was crying her heart out. And I couldn't understand for the life of me, like, whoa, why is she crying? I'm like, she one of the smartest kids in the class. I went, went up to the board. I'm looking at her name. I'm like, a B minus? I'm like, man, she, listen, she was crying about a B minus because her expectation in the direction she was going, she did her homework, she studied, she was doing things and obviously thinking I'm getting an A. So she had the right to be broken down, to be hurt, to be crying about a B minus. Now imagine me. Like, listen, I'm happy about a D because here's the reality. The direction I was going in was for an E or an F, whatever they were given at this time. At some point, we stopped getting E's and they just gave us F's. <laughs> like, how did you do? Like, A, B, C, D, F. I, I don't know how they got there. I don't know if they still grade like that, like, but that was a weird grading system now that I think about it. Because at one point we got E's. Next year they like, nah, bruh, you're doing so bad, we got to skip a letter. Like, F, fail. I guess they wanted you to know, they wanted to give the F meaning. None of the other letters had meanings. Like, A don't mean nothing, B don't mean nothing, but F means fail. Means fail. Means fail. So I was headed to an F in that class. And because I was headed in the direction of the F, I was surprised that it turned out better. Now, those are things that logically make sense. What would have been illogical is had I never done homework and never, you know, never paid attention in class or anything, and then been crying because I got a D. It's like, bruh, what did you expect based on the direction that you were going in? All right, I want y'all to hear me out on this. Whatever you're doing in your life, whatever, ever like no matter what we're talking about pick out anything your relationship with your kids your spouse uh which what's happening on your job your dreams uh your faith uh your knowledge of the word of god your relationship with god no matter what example we use you are going in a direction and if you aren't going in a direction and you find yourself feeling stagnant then this is what i want you to do point yourself in the right direction. Listen, when you pointed in the right direction, you ain't even moving yet. You feel what I'm saying? Like you ain't even like you ain't took one step. But the issue with some of us is we not even pointed towards Chicago. Like, look, that's west. If I point east, I'm going to Port Huron somewhere from Detroit. Before you end up at the right place, right? So whatever that right place is for your life, whatever you're going after, whatever God called you to do, before you end up there, you got to actually be pointed there. Like, and some of us getting in a car and we telling ourselves, yep, I'm going to be this, that, I'm going to be living for God, I'm going to do, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. That all sounds good that you're going to Chicago, but my brother, you are pointed towards Port Huron. What troubles me about the church today is that people are headed in the wrong direction, but don't want you to say nothing. And so this is a very tricky thing at times because it's like, hey, bro, 
Um, no offense, but I've been to Chicago a lot. And I'm pretty sure that the sign right there, like where you going, you said when we talked yesterday that you was going to Chicago. Chicago today represents some good. So every time I say Chicago, just think about your purpose, your dreams, your goals, wherever God called you, promotion at your job. Like Chicago today represents, you know, the place where God wants you to go. God's will. That's Chicago today. Now, everybody do me a favor and repeat after me and make sure y'all say it like y'all mean it. I'm going to Chicago. Now you say it. I'm going to Chicago. We kicking it. And you telling me, man, I want God's will for my life. I want to do this the right way. I don't want to be a snake. I don't want to be a wolf. I want to have character. I want to have integrity. I want to please God. And we had this long conversation for two hours about how you want to eventually arrive in Chicago. Now, we know that Chicago is not around the corner. We know that it takes more than one day, you know, metaphorically speaking, to get to your purpose or to where God wants you to be. But you said that's where you wanted to go. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like you told me that's where you wanted to go. Now, after you tell me that and then I see you walk right out the next day and walk towards or drive towards Port Huron. Do you want me to say something or not? And I'm to the point where it's like, yo, like, I don't know what you want me to do, because here's the thing. I want you to say something to me. Like if I tell you I want to go to Chicago and I walk out and head towards Port Huron, I legit want you to hold me accountable for that. I ain't saying disrespect me, go off. Like I'm just saying like, yo, Jay, we kicked it last week and you was telling me that, you know, you really wanted this podcast, Inspire God's People to grow and eventually you want to start building the YouTube content and you got this vision and you you believe that you're doing it the way God called you to do it. But bro, I saw you like last week and you haven't released another show since then. And you said the show comes out every Wednesday, but yet I woke up in the morning and pulled my phone out and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Wasn't That's there. holding me accountable. But here's the thing about accountability in this sense. You're holding me accountable for what I said I wanted. So many of us would rather just stay where we are. And we got choices. If you stay where you are, then you know where you're going. Nowhere. <laughs> like, like, that's the thing about it. If you stay right where you at today, then this is where you'll be tomorrow. So it's like, don't act surprised in five years when you're standing in the same spot, Jermaine, and your, your show hasn't grown and nothing has happened because you never even moved. You never even pointed towards the direction of Chicago. And some of us need to say to ourselves, look, I'm going to Chicago. I see the sign. I know that it doesn't happen overnight. I know that I'm not going to get there in five minutes. I got to go through, you know, Toledo, Ohio. And I got to, uh, at some time, depending on which route you take, you might touch Indiana first. Like there are, there are other places that you're going to see, uh, in, in, in sights on the side of the road before you get to the destination that God called you to, but you have to enjoy that journey and you have to go in the right direction because here's the reality. I'm just here to tell you, you ain't never going to get to Chicago going South towards Florida. Like we going Southwest and, and it's like, yo, like what, 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 are, are, you you doing? Doing? what are you doing? And I don't know what it is, man. 
Like I really don't. I don't know what it is sometimes with whether with the with us as Christians where we want this magical, like we just want to believe. You know, I'm just being extra crispy with y'all. We just want to believe, like, yo, I want to go to Chicago, but I don't have to actually go toward Chicago. What's gonna happen is God is gonna supernaturally get me to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay. But the same God that we're talking about, in his word it says, not my word, that's God's word, right? His map, right, to Chicago says, faith without works is dead. Um, there's another scripture that says in Proverbs, um, work hard and become a leader, be lazy and become a slave. That's in Proverbs 12. And so what am I saying? It's like, look, you're you're magically selling me this sauce that I'm going to get to Chicago, I guess, by a magic carpet because God is a genie. And it's like we treating Jesus like we a Latin and, and he the genie. It's like, yo, I got three wishes. I want to get to Chicago. Make me get there. I don't want to have to do nothing to do it. Like, I don't want to get in the car. I don't want to have to pack my bags. I don't want to have to be prepared for gas. Listen, on the road to Chicago, there is preparation. There are things you need. You might need a checklist to get to your purpose. Do you have a car? Do you have the right clothes for the weather? Do you, you know, do you have gas money? Like, did you get an oil change before you even got in the car? There are things we have to do to get where God wants us to go. So many times with so many of us, you know, and I'm just being real. Some of it is because we got too many people and thoughts going into our ears. Listen to what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you need to protect what you are intaking, like protect what you're taking in. Like who's giving you advice? Is this wise counsel? Like, man, I love the Internet and I love the access that it gives us. But it also gives us so much access to things that we don't need. And so some of us are tapping into everything on every website from YouTube to Instagram to Facebook. And we're listening to what every celebrity said we should do. We didn't read seven different books from seven different types of people about how to chase our dreams. We don't even know what a dream is like. And so we're just so confused and we can't even get pointed in the right direction because we're listening to the wrong people. So who is the right person? Who should we be listening to? First and foremost, should be listening to the Lord. How do I listen to the Lord, Jermaine? God ain't talking to me like he talked to Samuel. The Bible is his word. You want to hear God talk? Read the Bible. And don't just read it selfishly. Read it to actually get closer to the Lord and to understand what the stories are saying. And I say this a lot of times. Like, we have to graduate from reading one little verse, one little scripture, to reading chapters and books at a time because we need the proper context. It's very dangerous when you take scripture and try to make it mean something that it literally doesn't mean. That's a really dangerous thing to do. So keep that in mind. Now, who else should we be listening to as it relates to this stuff? We should be listening to people who speak the truth in the word and sound doctrine. And I can't tell you how important this is because some of us are going down the wrong path in this life simply because we don't know how to identify the right advice. 
We don't know how to identify godly counsel. So we listen to our favorite celebrities give us relationship advice. Then we turn around and hear it from our parents. Then we hear it from our pastor. And even with, you know, pastors and things like that, you, you got to be led by God to go to the right church because a title doesn't speak the truth, right? You know what I mean? Like just because a person has a title doesn't mean that everything they say is the right thing. And these are things that you have to be guided by the Lord and reading his word to understand. And one thing that I know is that none of us can have a renewed mind without the word of God. Like if you don't read the word of God and understand it, you know, anything in life, like how are you a doctor and you never studied a medical book? This is our lifestyle guide. This helps us understand what we're even doing. Some of us argue about things and we debate about things on social media. And it's like, man, you haven't even read that in scripture. We don't even know what God thinks about what we should watch or what we should listen to. But we make it our business just to argue and be a rebel and things like that. So you got to be careful, man. And you got to be pointed in the right direction. And hopefully, for whatever reason, I chose a random city like Chicago today. Um, I do go there a lot, you know, but... I don't have no ties to Chicago like that. I got some family out there. So much love to Chicago. Today, Chicago represents something very, very good. Hopefully, they do all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago. Let's jump into the J-Will music song of the day. We got a special song today from Path of Revelation. The song is called Time. It features myself, J-Will music, Katrina Campbell, uh, and Darren Donaldson. This is from their new project entitled The Peculiar. When we come back, we are going to have my good friend Gabriel Parker, who's a part of Path of Revelation, on the show for a Tinspiration interview. We're going to get social. And I'm not sure what else, if anything, is going down on the show today. But whatever happens, just know that it's going to be good. So check out the song. And we will be right back. You gotta kill your flesh, yeah, tell it to my face Riding on high, thinking I'm fly Not thinking about time, the limits the sky My mind on God, but full of pride Pride got me blind, but I learned in time I was a fool, fool with a bunch of flaws I was sitting on my high horse judging y'all Judging like I'm in a summer and I couldn't fall But time had a way of making me eat my thoughts and I had to face it Like the bulls I was tanking Till I was awakened This life ain't a race It's running with patience Moments are sacred I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing forward No wasting time I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing forward No wasting time So many think they got forever in a day so we play with this grace and reject this ways Like I try my way for a season time to play But some don't make it back from a backslidden place Now everybody's testimony is the prodigals Some die 
ain't see him trying to test how far his grace would go. Seek him now while he's found him. Please don't stray. Let him be the God of your youth and not just old age. And not conform. That's when our witness ceases. Gotta trust him. We can't let this world deceive us. Redefining what it means to be believers. You can know church without ever knowing Jesus' time. Wasted cause we think we have abundance. But life a vapor then comes judgment. It don't matter who's your family or your last name. If you're not covered in the blood of the lamb slain. I gotta get my time back. Can't waste it. Pressing forward, no wasting time. I gotta get my time back. Can't waste it. Press we can't be here forever. No wasting time. Eagles fly alone. Seagulls flying packs. So if you're feeling lonely, maybe there's purpose in where you at. Just give it time. God heals everything in time. God lifts everything in time. I'll hit 70 in time. To things that waste my The more time passes Feel like it moves faster You never get it back So I take my Time is not money Money can't compare to Will I run out of time If I stay ahead of time It flies Life is like Crit tonight Don't waste your I gotta get my time back Gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing forward No wasting time I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Heard Time by Path of Revelation featuring J. Will Music, Katrina Campbell, and Darren Donaldson. From what I hear, that is the number one streaming song from their new album entitled The Peculiar, which I had the, you know, honor of being able to uh, do some design work on their album cover. Um, let's see, I think Matt took the pictures and I created the artwork. So yeah, this is the second time I've worked on Path of Revelation's album cover on their first album, Grace and Vanity. I actually was the photographer. I did all of the artwork and design work. So yeah, man, always a pleasure and a joy to work with my homeboys, Path of Revelation. Speaking of Path of Revelation, I'm sitting right here in studio with my homeboy, Gabriel Parker of P.O.R. And you are about to get this tense but shine. 10-minute interviews to inspire you, maybe 12 minutes, give or take a few, we just trying to make a greater you, now tell me how we met, where you from, tell me what you like, or maybe it was love, guys, people, what up? I'm excited. I got a special guest in studio with me today. Uh, my homeboy, my brother, Gabriel Parker. What up, bro? Yo, what up, man? What up, what up? Man, <laughs> welcome, welcome, dude. Um, you know, it's it's about time, man. I think I'd have been on your show twice. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So so we finally, you know, I think I feel like, you know, you say for real after being on your show. So <laughs> I'm comfortable bringing you on to my show, man. Welcome to uh, Tinspiration on Inspire Guys People, bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. So let's get right into it, man. Tell the people, how do we know each other? You know what I'm saying? How do we meet? Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Man, I, we almost got in a fight. No, nah, no way. In college. <laughs> like, I don't, he almost met the west side of Detroit in me. Yeah. And uh, the next day, 
we was in Bible study together. <laughs> no, that's story. a true story. <laughs> uh, like our story. So that's the crazy thing about the story of how we met will forever go down in history. It's impossible to go around. It'll never not be funny. Ever. Like we, we really did meet on a basketball court about to fight over a next that, you know, if you ask me, it was my next. <laughs> And, you know, if you ask him, I was trying to steal his next, but we're not getting into that today. But uh, nevertheless, the next time we would see each other, Gabe would be praying for me in a Bible study. Hilarious. <laughs> man, I don't even know what to say. So let's move on from that. So I want to kick it with you, man. Um, of course, Path to Revelation. Y'all just yes, dropped sir. what is y'all final project? Yeah, our final project, The Peculiar. If Tell me about it, man. If, Tell if, us about it. Listen, if y'all don't have this project, the Peculiar, just get it. Path of Revelation, The Peculiar. It is our last project. We've been rapping since 99, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a long time, 20 years. And, um, you know, we just feel like God is moving us in different directions. Of course, we're still brothers and best friends. Yep. But when when you feel like God is leading you somewhere, you can't get so caught up in where you've been. Right. I that love that. That you don't step forward into what may be the unknown. Like, I don't, like, right. this is new. This is a transition for both of us. I think that's dope. So, like, tell the people a little bit, because you mentioned, like, a lot of times when things are ending, people think it's, it's negative or it's a bad thing or, oh, I don't know what to do. This is over. What I'm really inspired by with Path of Revelation, because I know you guys and I've been knowing y'all for a long time, is y'all are still brothers. Everything is intact. Yeah, But at the same time, y'all both have more to do in this life and y'all both understand and respect that. Can you tell us maybe just about the process of what's so special about you and Matt's relationship and friendship that you guys were able to do what you did for all those years together, but also be able to go and transition into the next phase of y'all lives? Right. Well, we were brothers and best friends way before music. Like we were literally born in the same church. Like. My mom and his mom were close friends working in the nursery at our church. And so we had a bond and a friendship and a brotherhood way before music. Like, we didn't start rapping until, like, we were 16 and 17. But, you know, so we Man. were best. Yeah. So so y'all so y'all had this this friendship. So, like, with any relationship, I think mm -hmm. the th thing about that that's dope is any relationship, you need a foundation. Facts. So what would you say, like, you know, like, to people who are maybe trying to jump into things and expecting, you know, longevity or healthy relationships of any kind, and they haven't taken the time to build the foundation outside of whatever they're doing together. Yeah, I think a lot of people make the mistake of building relationships around the brand or, okay. or around music and, and stuff. And what happens is when when the music is no longer there or a different direction, that it takes a toll on the relationship because music and the brand was the foundation. Like, like they didn't love each other just to, right. you know and build outside of those things. So that's been what's helped us last so long. And it's kind of it's been kind of it's it's challenging. Like because you know I love doing music with Matt. Right. Like it's 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 a great fit. And I feel like in the last five years, now we've been rapping for 20 years, I feel like in the last five years, we've done more in the last five years than we've done in the first 15. And I feel like we have a lot of momentum and stuff, but when 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 we feel like God 
it's saying so, like you gotta obey. Yeah, it doesn't you know? always go how we feel. And so here's what I really like about what's happening with y'all. As much as I love y'all together, and I've talked to y'all obviously um, together and separately about this, what I really like about you guys is that, like you said, the, the life itself is more important than the brand or the group or yeah. the album. And I think so many times a lot of us can get caught up where we go down this path, like I'm a Christian rapper, right? And right. then you find yourself traveling or making albums and doing all these things and you get lost in it. And, and it's like people don't realize you can get lost in a good thing. Facts. Like, 100%. even though this is good. Yeah, you know, and you can define yourself, you can begin to define yourself by that thing. Like me and Matt, that's something that we always try to uh, be clear about and establish amongst ourselves and as individuals that though we rap, we're not going to be defined by rap. In other words, if the Lord, if we feel like the Lord is leading us to put the microphone down, we have to know who we are if we're not a group. We have to know who we are if we're not on a stage. Like some people don't know who they are if they Man. not planning a conference or if they not on a stage. And like people don't know because a lot of times we our identity is in our gifts and not in Christ. Who are you when the lights go off, when the award show is over, when you're not in the studio? So I think, you know, I hope someone can take from that portion of what you're saying build your relationships on something more strong and solid than just some task or ambition that y'all going after together. Because when that thing is over, Man. you want to still be able to go on. So, all right, that's good stuff. Now, of course you talked about the peculiar yes. and of course people can get that by searching path of revelation. That's where you can Google path of revelation. You can go on YouTube. However you listen to music, like, we all have our ways of listening to music. You might listen. You have Spotify on your phone. You got Apple on. Just type in Path of Revelation. Path of Revelation. And then okay. The Peculiar. And you'll see all of our music on there. All right. So that's dope. So we got Path of Revelation. And now you kind of at a new phase of your life transitioning. Yeah. Of course, you have the Path of Revelation podcast. 100%. Hosted by yourself. So tell us, right? So someone could be hearing this and thinking, well, if Path of Revelation is over, how is like you got the Path of Revelation podcast and kind of tell us about this journey and, you know, tell us about your show and all those type of things. Yeah. See, Path of Revelation is bigger than a brand. It's all it was a light. It's, it's always been a lifestyle before it's been a brand. Gotcha. And so we always said it's more than music. A lot of people say it's deeper than music. You know, it's like cliche now. But right. what does that mean? Well, with us, it's literally more than music. So Path of Revelation is a ministry. Number one, it's a lifestyle, it's a ministry, uh, the podcast, one of the most relevant podcasts you can listen to as a Christian. Um, also, the Limbs blog. I have a blog called the Limbs blog. Um, also, working on solo music. You know, so I'm still doing, you know, so, it's it's bigger than just, hey, we got a gig this weekend. No, nah, it's like. So it's real life. It's like this, this is real life. And so, of course, I listen to your show. Um, is it where the culture... Where the culture meets scripture. Okay, where the culture meets scripture. And so one of the things I want to tell my listeners is, I think it's important, right, to be able to bring good resources to people. What I like about your show 
um, we we approach our shows very differently, which is great because yeah. your show is um, you tackle some very tough issues, and it's a lot of it is around again where the culture meets scripture. So it's a lot enrooted in the word. And for a believer, you talk about things like what a person watches or how what we listen to or yeah. Tell us maybe about some past shows, some topics like. You know, because I want them to check out your show and be able to understand what they're going to get from it. For sure. Like, I don't I don't try to... It's not a trendy show, but I try to be relevant. And so everything that you see on social media, things that you're hearing about on a day, daily basis from comedy specials or movies that you're watching to what you're hearing in the news, my goal is just to add a biblical perspective to it. Okay. Because as Christians, that we should have a biblical worldview. It, right. Our emotions and stuff will go left and right sometimes. But as Christians, we should be purposing to see what the Bible says. I love it. And so, and so as a believer, y'all, right, the people who listen to this show, they're listening because we balance out faith and business. Your show is taking culture and scripture. And these things are all important. So I urge people... The same type of ways you listen to inspire God's people. So whether that is on Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts is a yes, huge sir. one, Google Podcasts, all you have to do is search in Path of Revelation. And similar like, uh, to what I tell y'all about just Googling inspire God's people, Google Path of Revelation, yep. uh, Gabriel Parker, and you're going to come across that stuff. Before we get out of here, um, I want to talk about your new music. Tell us. What is the direction for yourself as a solo artist, and when can we expect to hear some of this music? All right, so my first single as a solo artist is actually dropping on my birthday, September 16th. I'm super excited because I'm, you know, Matt is taking a break from music. He just had his third baby. You know, he has some things that he wants to do career-wise to set his family in, in position for a, le a solid legacy and things of that nature. Um, but I'm going to continue doing music. I'm continuing doing the podcast. And what I'm excited about, uh, this music is going to, it's going to be different than Path of Revelation. Uh, you'll hear a different sound sonically, even though I'm the one still producing. I produced most of P.O.R.'s right. music. But um, you guys will be able to hear a production style from me that you probably haven't heard before things okay. that i you know shelf that hey this wasn't path of revelation this is um, me. let me just say it like this y'all gabe saves all of the dope beats for himself <laughs> uh, i have been blessed <laughs> i was blessed <laughs> no. to get the other side gabe produced the other side um on my album and he also featured on there it's funny because i played the other side on like two episodes ago or something like that I was listening to him like I never even said that you was featured on it, bro. Like I was listening like that's What's, shady. No, no, no. What's funny is on my last show, time was the featured song, and I mentioned everybody but, but you. Me, yeah, like I don't know. We grimy. We we hate each other. Um, but I was I was listening to him like, dang, I ain't even say that was Gabe. But yeah, so this is Gabe Parker. Um, he rapped the first verse on my song called "The Other Side," and he also produced that song. Had some co-production from Red, yes, but sir. that particular song was really, you really um, produced the body of that work, man. I love the way you sample. And um, 
So when can we expect some new music? Like when is it coming? Listen, September 16th, my first single. Uh, I don't like promoting a project through the holiday season. So the album probably won't come until February, beginning of March, maybe. But listen, I'm sitting on a lot of music. Like this music is crazy. When I say it's crazy, it's crazy. And I'm super excited to share it with you guys because I think it's, you know, being a group, you can only go so far. Like, you know, one of the songs that people always pull from, um, from Everything Changes, for example, is The Night. People love that. So this album is going to be The Night on steroids, in a sense. Got you. You're going to get more introspective and in, in just you know, real transparency, but also pointing to Christ, man. And so I'm excited. Well, I heard it and I can tell y'all this music is fire. All the Path of Revelation music is dope. If you have not ha had their music um, or heard their music, of course, I'm going to feature something on the show. I'm actually going to start featuring a lot more songs other than just my songs. Um, at some point. But, you know, I got so many albums, like... Hey, I uh, ain't even mad at you, man. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I was the other day, I'm like, I only play my music. And people, I have random people now sending me songs. I just don't know who they are. And I'm not, I haven't done that. So it's like, I'm just real strict about what I'm sharing. So um, Path sure. of Revelation has... You know what? I'm going to share some of y'all music, but it's only going to be stuff I'm featured on. Hey, I ain't How about mad at that? you. All right, there we go. We all, you know, we put you on some fire stuff. <laughs> ah. like, we actually put you on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Pat the Revelation put me on. You heard it here first. No, thanks a lot to my guest today, Gabriel Parker of Pat the Revelation. Thanks for having me. And uh, love you, bro, man. Y'all check too, out man. Gabe's albums from Path of Revelation. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Just type in Path, P-A-T-H, of, O-F. Revelation, you know how to spell that because you're a Christian. And if you don't, just go to the last book of the Bible and erase the S. Revelation. Path of Revelation, thanks so much. Gabe Parker, y'all show him some love and check out his show every week, the Path of Revelation podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks. It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's 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 get social. Oh, yeah. God's people. Before we head over to my Facebook page today, I want to do something a little different for today's Let's Get Social. So, y'all know, we always kicking it about the effects and impacts of social media. And this show is about business. So, I kind of thought that it would be a good idea to talk about this article that I read today by a guy named Michael Nunez on Forbes.com. So, here we go. I'm going to you know, like maybe skim through some of the article, give some feedback, and we still may go to my Facebook page and pick out a couple of posts and see how we feel about this. So let's get social, people. Again, this is by Michael Nunez on Forbes.com, and the headline, which got my attention, says Facebook is considering a test that would hide likes in your news feed or like counts. So basically, you know, this article is talking about how Facebook has these plans and this idea to start testing on, yo, not even showing people how many likes you have. So let's scroll through some of the article. 
and I'm reading directly from it. Facebook told Forbes that it has indeed been considering a test that would hide like and reaction counts, but says the test has not started running yet. The social media giant is already hiding likes for some users on its other services. So for those of you who don't know, Facebook uh, also owns Instagram. Instagram be hot, began hiding like counts for select users last year, and the company started rolling out the test to, know, uh, to more countries after seeing positive results in the initial test. So basically, yo, Instagram has already started this with a you know select beta group, I guess you could call it, where they're testing out this idea of like, yo, you make posts and nobody sees you know, the likes that you have and the idea behind some of this is funny because some of it is based on the criticism that they've received with social media networking sites about the psychology um, of social media and how it can have a negative negative impact on people's you know mental health and all of those type of things. So I just thought it was interesting because, as you know, I like to discuss um, you know some of the psychology of social media. And even as believers, like how it impacts us and how we, um, you know, react to things. Now, I'll be honest. For me, I am more pro, you know, being disciplined yourself and kind of handling the way you do these things because, you know, people were prideful before social media. People were depressed before social media. So when you hear me talk about these things, it's more about taking ownership of our own lives and our psychology and mental health and awareness, and also our spiritual health and awareness. Not necessarily one of those people that's into, you know, the companies always making the decisions and, you know, guiding things because whereas I do like the idea of them, you know, taking precaution and and being thoughtful of those type of things. And I don't know the behind the scenes if it's more to it or not. But I also am just the person that's like, mm, yeah, but then it's, is that really solving the problem? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like sin is in my heart. You know, sin for me and for us all is a heart issue. So you can't just necessarily put training wheels on my life to try to prevent me from, you know, having issues. Like if I have, um, you know, a drug problem or different problems, like it's like it's in my heart. It has to be dealt with in my heart. I got to take that to the Lord and kind of renew my mind, repent, and all those type of things. You feel what I'm saying? So definitely not criticizing them for this, but I'm just kind of making that distinction like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't know if this solves the problems because one of the things I noticed in looking at one of the screenshots that they shared, yeah, it doesn't tell you the amount of likes, but it still shows the comments in the shares. So right off top, what that tells me is like, oh, yeah, just our normal human psychology we just going to start paying more attention to comments and shares. So it's like now instead of caring that you got 100 likes on something, you're going to be like, oh, did I get 50 comments or you know what I mean? Like, so I just think when it when it's a heart issue for any of us, we're always just going to go to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, I do think this is kind of interesting because we have been conditioned you know, to be all about likes all these years. Like for 10 years, it's been about how many likes you have. 
this is why I talk about social media on this show, because it's such a huge part of this generation. You can't get around it. So I'm just trying to discuss it and think through it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? But let's go back to the uh, article and see what else we can pull from here. So here's what they said to, um, you know, the test group. We want your followers to focus on what you share, not how many likes your posts get. Instagram says in the notification it serves to anyone who was part of the experiment. Okay, so that's what I just said. During this test, only the person who shares a post will see the total number of likes it gets. So here's something that Mark Zuckerberg said in relation to mental health and social media. He said it's at the intersection of technology and psychology, and it's very personal. In a blog post from the same year, Zuckerberg said that the new focus of Facebook was to make sure time we all spend on Facebook is time well spent. So, again, how, how do I feel about this? Definitely not criticizing them for making some changes and tweaking some things. But, you know, is it really Mark Zuckerberg's responsibility or does he even have the power to make sure that my time on Facebook is time well spent? I don't think so. And this is something where I think we have to take, you know, accountability and responsibility for our own actions and be willing to say, I don't need an organization to police me and tell me, you know, to make things a certain way for me. I'm not going to do things just because they say do it. I'm not going to not do things just because they don't say, you know, they say don't do it. And I think that's more important to me as believers than anything is we don't need man to tell us how to live our lives when we have the Bible that should be guiding how we even act on social media. Right. So if I'm a believer and I'm using social media responsibly already and already thinking through these things, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, like I, that ain't I mean. He going to tell me how to use like, see, I just don't like that. So as you could tell, I'm a little 50 50 on it. I see the positive in it, but I also see a little bit of like, eh, I don't know if I want that. So anyway, that's this article. We're going to leave that at that really cool article more to it. But um, I enjoyed that read on Forbes.com. Hit me up and tell me what do you think about this whole no more likes. And you can hit me up on my Instagram page at Mr. Underscore. Bellwether. All right, now we're going to jump over to my Facebook page and I'm going to read a couple of the posts like we normally do on Let's Get Social for anyone who is newly listening. 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 So here's a good one. Um, I made a post and Facebook actually blocked the post and then sent me a message telling me why they blocked the post. So I'm going to read the post first and then I'll tell you what what it was and, you know, why they said they blocked it. So I said, my podcast, Inspire God's People, has grown 36% versus last month, and 46% of my listeners use Apple Podcasts. And I had a link to the show from episode 37. I'm not really seeing what the problem is. And so they, you know, those are literally the numbers. So I have data that I look at every week. And I can see who's listening to the show, how many countries, what cities, what states. I mean, I could really dig into the numbers and see um, just the behaviors of my listeners. And so 
what I shared on Facebook was literally the numbers from, you know, um, August versus July. As August wrapped up, it was, hey, I looked at my numbers. The show had grown 36% versus July. And I also looked and said, okay, cool. 46% of the people listening to this show. So that means most of you are listening via Apple Podcasts, which means a lot of people are listening from their phones and most people have an iPhone. Now, I didn't make up any numbers. I didn't lie. Facebook sent me something and saying, we don't allow people to make posts that could be untrue or inflate numbers for like, I don't know if they use the word attention or whatever, but I was like, yo, like, that's funny. The post only had 15 likes and one share. So I'm like, I don't even know how this got y'all attention that way. But lo and behold, Facebook hit me up and then they blocked my post. And maybe that's why I only got 15 likes. I don't know. But this kind of goes into what I'm saying about how I feel about Facebook being the big government of Facebook and, you know, overseeing every little thing. And then I don't even know how they make these decisions. It's all good. I'm not tripping about it. But I just think it's a little funny, you know, that a post like that, that's literally telling the truth. I don't know what made them mad about that. I literally don't. Like, even as we sit here now, I'm like, and I um disputed it. Like, they, they had some, an option, like, if you think we wrongly did this. And I'm like, you wrongly did it, bro. And I haven't heard back from them. All right, let's go to the last post of the day. Uh, this one had 124 likes, which you may not no longer be able to know how many likes it was in the future. 24 comments and 24 shares. Here's what I said, and this was a joke. I said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but being petty and savage is not an accomplishment. So let me say this. Like, <laughs> it's funny to me because the whole idea of being petty and being savage, like, people almost praise that. The interesting thing is like when I'm silly on Facebook, because I'm silly all the time, as y'all know, I'm always sharing jokes. But people will tell me like you being petty. But I'm like, yo, like I'm legit joking. Like some of the stuff I share on the next episode, some of my other jokes and people I notice literally think I'm for real. I'm like, bro, I put the laughing emojis because I'm joking. I don't know a better way to do that for y'all. But my point as believers, as Christians, we got to be careful um, just how we're carrying ourselves on social media and not just social media. It's not limited to social media. Again, social media is such a big part of our lives that I talk about it. But this is stuff that as believers, you got to always be mindful of. We shouldn't be arrogant. Um, we definitely should not be petty. Like when you really think about petty and savage. Those are not characteristics of a believer. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear? Or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show? It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at Music at gmail.com. Again, Music. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. 
And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 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 You like it.